December 4th at 6 o'clock with We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime. We bring this show to you every week on Sunday evenings, and we always bring a new guest and a new musician. Well, I shouldn't say always, always. Mostly new musicians and new guests. We share the good and not so good things that are happening in our world. Tonight, we've got a couple really cool people for you to meet. Um, we have got our bourbon battle buddy, Jonathan you got to correct me, crochet. Um, it will also have the amazing Tammy Jo Dabs joining us. She's going to entertain us with her fun music, her sweet music, and her spirit-filled personality. Before we do get started, however, I would like you to take off your hats, stand if you can, and cover your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, United of, America States of America and to the Republic, and to the Republic for, which, for it which it stands, one nation under one God, nation under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with, with liberty, liberty and justice for all. Good evening, folks. Good oh, my goodness. Evening. Timothy, hello. Hello, Derek. Hello, Gary. Hello. Facebook user. Hmm. And Jeremy Daniels. Thanks for being here tonight. And welcome to Tammy Joe. And <laughs> sorry, Jonathan. Did I say your last name right? That is it. <laughs> I was practicing all week and then I was like, what if it's wrong? What if it's wrong? And then I would say it wrong. And then here we are. Here we are. It's, Tammy it's, Joe, it's that a was lot weird. better than what I've been called before. <laughs> well, I had a couple of thoughts in my you know, in my mind when I was about to say it, but um, 
Tammy, Mark put this hello from Derek. And I was like, how on earth did Tammy Joe get Derek Iozio catch 22 peer support on her name? That was weird. No idea. This one right here. Look at that. Look at Watch. Yep, there it is. Look, I was like, oh. Look, there's Derek Iozio there. <laughs> <laughs> that no, was no. funny. Little strange things well, happening. Timothy Newton, um, the mom in me has got to say, behave yourself just a little bit, buddy. Just a little bit. <laughs> I, she's like the little brother that you know it's just going to happen. And it's just like, okay. Right? Right? The and fun part of me is like, hey, don't stop what you're doing. It's a good time. Keep it up. It's all, it's all rocking. Nobody ever is re remembered for uh, just always never being obnoxious or loud or having too much yeah, fun. I can, I can imagine a church pew full of Eichmann boys. That's what I can think of. <laughs> um, I took my little Emmeline to church with me this morning. Scared, a little bit scared. She goes, she has chapel at her preschool, but um. She was the best little girl. It was so cool. And then there was a pancake breakfast afterwards. So we got to go see my dad. Pong coffee and flipping pancakes. Mr. Nobles was flipping the the fluff butters. The uh, Yep. Yep. And then it was weird because a whole bunch of my girls were, I teach eighth grade, a whole bunch of my eighth grade girls, I say mine. I don't even have some of them in class or volleyball, but uh they're doing their confirmation hours. And my dad came home and he said, those girls stuck around and cleaned everything up and put it all away. I'm like, that's, that's my girls. So girls, <laughs> if you're watching, they're not watching. They're doing homework. They're not watching. Right. Tammy's, Tammy's here. Eighth graders. Well, okay, let's get this rolling. What do we want to start with, Peterson? Well, let's get the news out of the way because it always, if we don't do it first, then we always get into a conversation and then it always kind of drags us and down at the end. Not that. And then I got a message. I'm like, down. It's just, am I doing this? Am I doing this news tonight? Right, or right. But you know right. what? Tonight, I'm going to, I will because it's not that there's nothing in the news. There's probably too much in the news. But what I did this time is I went back because I've been doing some first responder stuff. And we've got a lot of veteran stuff out there. I went back and looked at this day in history. Well, not actually today. Um, but coming up on the 7th is the Pearl Harbor attack in 1941. Um, on Sunday morning, December 7th, 1941, the American Army and Navy base in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, was attacked by the Imperial Japanese Navy. The attack came as a, a surprise to the American Army and Navy and led to great losses of life and equipment. More than 2,000 American citizens were killed and more than 1,000 were injured. The Americans also lost a large proportion of their battleships and nearly 200 aircraft that were stationed in the Pacific region. More than 60 Japanese servicemen were killed, injured, or captured. The Japanese Navy also lost five midget submarines and 29 aircraft. The Japanese military had hoped that the attack on Pearl Harbor would prevent the US of USA from increasing the influence in the Pacific. However, the events in Pearl Harbor actually led to the escalation of World War II. The day after the attack, the United States declared war on Japan and so entered World War II. President Franklin Roosevelt, in a speech to Congress, stated that the bombing of Pearl Harbor was, quote, a date which will live in infamy, end quote. 
Shortly afterwards, Germany also declared war on the U.S. In the months that followed the attack, the slogan, Remember Pearl Harbor, swept the United States and radio stations repeatedly played a song of the same name. So that is what we have uh, on our on our history and news for this week. Um, Pearl Harbor. What a change in history. I mean, a piece where, you know, no one had ever really attempted or tried to influence a, a war on our ground. And, you know, as we know, it's happened twice since then. And uh, we're uh, Pearl Harbor and then uh, 9-11. But uh, outside of the, the Civil War and the Revolutionary War, the, none of that stuff is taking place. I mean, we could talk about some significant changes in our culture and in our in our land, in our, in our country. Um, and we're always growing, which I appreciate uh, that we have enough common sense that we can continually grow. Um, there's some weird pieces to the, the Japanese uh, related issue and the culture that happened to America. And I don't know that a lot of Americans realize that we actually had Japanese concentration camps in the United States at that time. Um, not quite like uh, what was happening in Germany. Um, and historically, this is, I don't like sharing this, but I, I hear amazing stories coming from this, but my grandmother was a was a guard up in Williston, North Dakota, at a Japanese concentration camp. It was a little bit different because she would take uh, people that were in that camp to her home, and they would make dinners for them and and kind of took care of them. Not that I'm saying that that wasn't. <laughs> I'm not trying to polish a, a turd here. Um, it just it was. It's a lot different than what was happening in the 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 Nazi uh, concentration camps, and a little bit different and. If you ever look up, uh, there's a, a picture at the beginning of our show. Um, back in the day, we were working on a, a concept called Heart Mountain Productions. Uh, there's a mountain out in Cody, Wyoming called Heart Mountain. And uh, if you Google it, uh, you'll find that uh, one of the, the blemishes on our society is there was a Japanese concentration camp right off of Heart Mountain. And it was called the, the Heart Mountain Relocation Center. And so, um, again, not not intent in celebrating that, but just uh, that is an iconic mountain to me, and uh, that was where the direction was going. But just interesting history and, and life and world pieces that uh, not a not a lot of people have invested in in those knowledge. And so, um, hearts go. We don't really have a whole lot of people who are formally engaged and alive and involved with that as far as World War II. Uh, there are, and, and I haven't done the research, uh, but I do know there's a couple survivors still left alive for that. But uh, with that, I would like to, uh, in memory, uh, raise Dean Marcuson. Um, he was a Vietnam first sergeant, uh, actually from Andrea's community, who passed this week. Uh, he had a nonprofit called Foss and Swanson, um, and he knew the history of those names and uh, worked diligently in his life to make life better for veterans across uh, the state of Minnesota. And uh, our, our hearts go out to uh, the Marcuson family tonight. And so we're with you. He touched a lot of people. It's crazy. I just looked before we started here tonight and 
and he really did touch a lot of people, um, not just in our town. Uh, he was actually the, is it a commander at the VFW? Mm -hmm. um, for for quite some time and even when he stepped down he um he cared a lot and his his heart was always his heart was always good he was always a first sergeant as well but his heart was always good so he, <laughs> that becomes the problem yeah. good well, old tops good old tops yeah um, he's a good guy mm -hmm. so. his building now is called um rise up and i have not yet stopped in um, but I did see some pictures of them working with him. And so I know not just homeless veterans, he was concerned with all the homeless. And I want to say that it may have something to do with that, but it's definitely community centered um, with veterans always at the heart. So good guy. Thank you, Dean Marcuson. All righty. Well, look at our amazing panel tonight. I mean, we got the one, the only... Tammy Joe Dabs, my gosh, what an angel! What uh, there's a there's a piece, and I've I've already apologized to her for this, but uh, when we were doing our Nashville takeover, oh, I still let's we got to do it. Um, no one knew this was happening. Uh, this is part of our Nashville takeover at the Buffalo River Resort, and no one knew that they were taking a picture of a shooting star across the sky there, but uh, there it is, and. Uh, uh, we had our people down hanging around the campfire, and we had our people hanging around. There might have been uh, a large beverage counter about 10 feet behind whoever was taking this picture, <laughs> and uh, everyone was enjoying it. Uh, it was after. That was, was that after? I don't think, because it was dark by no, the time we ended that was our early. set that night. Yeah, we. So, I think we hadn't even eaten yet when that was. Yeah. yeah. So. Miss Dabs had her, she was doing tracks because she does, she works with a band and uh, she came out to sing and um, our audio didn't pick up her, her instrumental tracks, but uh, she sat there and she sang it out like a rock star because she could hear it clear as day. We could all hear it clear as day. You just can't hear it on the feed, but uh, she sounds amazing nonetheless. And it was such an awesome blessing to have you, come join us down in Nashville. I hope it was uh, worth everything that uh, we, we felt it was worth. It was, it really was. It was, I had the best time, met the most amazing people, you and, and Andrea and, and all the musicians and just people. It's honored and humbled to be there. It's uh, we have a lot of conversations in regards to, you know, the, what people got out of it. And it, it was the, the relationships. It was the chance to, to be part and amongst each other's craft. And just the, I mean, and we've shared this story a hundred times, Scott D Taylor. I, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. Good to see you brother. Phenomenal, phenomenal guitarist. Uh, love his stuff. Love his work. Veteran. Um, it, there's so many nuances in these events and no one really understands when we've done these events, what's um, what, what the plan is. I mean, what are, what am I going to get out of it? And then once we get in the middle of it, everyone's just like, Oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting anything like this at all. And um, it's the commodership. It's the working together to put out a product and then, Oddly enough, when we're done doing our sets, 
we always go back to our, our place of residence while we're there and everyone starts jamming together. And uh, those are my absolute favorite times is when the, the musicians bring their skill sets and they meld them together. And so uh, um, it was amazing. Um, I'm spoiled. I know Andrea's had that conversation where she's spoiled. Uh, we, we get way more out of it than people uh, realize. And it's a, uh, you're a blessing. Thank you for joining us out there. Oh, I had a blast. <laughs> you know what? I have some video with some of the backtrack and the audio. I will, I will make some more reels because I'm having a lot of fun making reels. So listen she's, up, check our site. We'll put it all over. <laughs> she's a real monster now. I'm trying. That was going to happen. I don't even know what I'm doing, but it's okay. I will keep working at it. Well, and then we have Jonathan here who comes in like a a wrecking ball, kind of, so to speak. Hurricane. I don't know what would work to call it. But, uh, just because the head's bald, man. <laughs> I I want to do the running song. We'll pull up the Miley Cyrus uh, wrecking ball song. No, I won't do that to you. Um, I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but Jonathan has a, a social media um outreach called the bourbon battle buddies and uh i've absolutely adored the messages you've been putting out on the daily recently and just the just getting back to the square one i mean and and, and not being full of yourself as part of the message but being full of everything taking one step at a time and realizing, you know what, you better take a look around because this might be the only time you get to take this one step. And that is kind of the fun part about even like bringing up the picture I just brought up that uh, you get to see this experience. Pictures. I I watch other people do pictures of sunsets and, and uh, sun. I was going to say sundowns, but that's a sunset, right? Um, Sunrises. (laughs) Um, and or, you know, the beach and the snap. And I never get intrigued by the pictures. And, and again, because pictures never do the work that being there in person is. But I was there and all everyone but Jonathan, unfortunately, was there. Jonathan's going to be there next year, I think. But uh, but everyone that got to experience that can take that in and say, man, I was there. I felt that. I know what the feeling was. I know what the music was playing. I know what the food was going on. I know all that piece is a package. And that's what that's why that picture means so much to me. Not because it does look kind of cool, but you'll never know the impact it has until you're actually there at the experience. And so, um, no, but the, I, those, that's what Jonathan's messages are about, is taking one step at a time, one day at a time, moving forward, and uh, not sitting back. And if you get a chance, make sure you are checking out the Bourbon Battle Buddies uh, social media pages to see those messages. And uh, we're going to hear more from him in a little bit here. Um, what have you been working on lately, Tammy? Tammy um, Joe. I, I just um, finished a music video. Um, Heather and Chris are in the process of editing it. That was a blast. Um, and I'm working on writing some new songs. Um, just trying to stay busy, really busy with my music. Well, and you do stay busy and you're always posting and we love watching what you're doing. Um, 
Andrew, did you see Travis Partington here? Is that why that's on there? Yeah. Yep, he's here. He was our Facebook um Oh yes. Yeah. What a blessing. Oscar mm-hmm. Mike Radio, check him out. Um amazing, amazing. We had a an awesome chance to spend a lot of time with Adam Bird on his last uh, post this last Friday. Uh, and that's with Heroes Media Group. Make sure you're checking them out as well. Um, Tammy, um, I wasn't able to. There, so, yeah, Reverb Nation isn't my friendliest friendly friendly. Not that we nope. hate Reverb Nation. Nope, nope, we don't hate you. We're just learning you. Um, and we are actually currently working on putting together, and we do usually have access to the musicians that come in and frequent us, which we consider you one of those. We're going to create kind of a radio station concept with Reverb Nation as well, but they wouldn't let me steal one of your songs tonight, which is, that's life. We'll, we'll get there. Um, we couldn't load Put Me on the Spot. Yeah, that's on Reverb Nation. Yeah. Probably. Um, which song would you like to start off with tonight? Um, let's do my latest one, Get My Cowgirl On. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Get My Cowgirl On. You got a story behind that? Um, it, I think it just fits every woman. I'm sure Andrew can relate to it. You cook, you clean, you know, you do the day in, day out, go to work, come home, get to be a wife and a mommy, and Somewhere along the way, you kind of lose yourself, and you're just so, ready to get your cowgirl on. So uh-huh. can guys get your cowgirl on? They can get their cowboy on. Yeah, I, 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 well, <laughs> some of the things you listed off are things that, uh, you know, I, I tend to spend some time doing around my <laughs> posting in the slides. I didn't just think wondering if smart, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> Put me in the spot. I'm kidding. Uh, this is Tammy Joe, Cowgirl On. There's only so much a woman can take. Keeping house and baking cakes. Someday, just feed one to another. Pressure feels like a pot of hot tea Gotta change up the recipe Add a little spice before I smother Well, that's not the way a lady behaves That's what my grandma said Now she's rolling over in her grave Cause I'm ready, so ready I'm pushing a grocery cart But everybody knows Looks can be deceiving Casual jeans, high tuck shirt And a ponytail clip sure wouldn't hurt Don't hate me But what's hiding up my sweetie If grandma was here I'd tell her it was progress As soon as she calmed herself From gasping at my dress Cause I'm ready so ready, ready to get my cowgirl on, I'm ready, 
puts a little boogie in your boogie. Um, and we got to see those songs live in Nashville, and that was a fun part as well, too. And uh, Enjoyed everything that you brought to the table while you are down there. Um, tell us about your service, ma'am. Tell us, tell, tell us where you've been, what you did, and how well, maybe that influenced your music career. I don't know if it influenced my music career other than really – lighting a fire up underneath my honey butt, kind of sort of speak. Um, I didn't have a really good experience um, through the Army. Um, I went in 2001. Um, just a really difficult time. Um, it's something that I want to start up. I, I actually had intended to speak to you and Andrea about it um, for rape victims that are actually veterans because it does happen. It happens to men and women. Um, I had a really bad experience. I stayed in for three years. Um, and my husband deserved a medal. He was very patient and understanding. Um, I ended up having to do a, a 21 hour post injured my knee on top of some other personal things I was going through while I was in the army and, um, had to have emergency surgery, shattered my knee, um, left knee. Um, it was just miserable. I know a lot of people have all these great stories. I do not. I could not wait to get out. Um, through while I was in the Army. And- oh, sorry. Oh, I, I wasn't even touching it. I don't know what just happened. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No, um, I can't go. I'm sorry that happened. That's. Um, it, I, I would love to start an organization for people, uh, like a nonprofit, to help help the victims come forward because when I came forward, um, actually I was confronted by other officers and um, through the army and was given a choice. Um, Somebody had seen certain things and then 30 other women came forward from the same man and I answered to. Um, So it was kind of devastating. But I got my justice um, and so did they. I don't know if there's ever justice. I'm just going to put it out there. I it's um, I'm sorry. Um, it's Not a piece that I've that I got justice. Sure. Um, it's a piece, and I I've never been able to understand it. And I'm not going to say I was 
the perfect male soldier. I won't ever say that, but uh, um, I mean, I never crossed any lines, but there's, there's a piece. And I bless your heart. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your battles. Um, military sexual trauma is a huge piece that is, uh, is coming to the front right now. Um, there's some amazing, amazing stuff out there. And I, I, I'm going to be terrible. I just watched a documentary and I, I can't remember the name of the documentary and everyone is going to say, Oh, what's this documentary? Um, it's, um, it's something that is been around and unfortunately has been around for too long. And I don't know that. I don't know. I, because I'm going to get stuck between a rock and a, and a hard spot here because you end up having the conversation, should women be in the military? Yes, women should be in the military. I'm going to say that right now. Um, the way women were treated, in my experience, should not necessarily be the place. And I came from I came from the, the artillery world. And again, when I was in, not many females were involved. Other than when we got back to headquarters, there were your medics, your cooks, your... Uh, your radio, your talk. I mean, and we had a ton of females in our unit. Um, I just didn't necessarily see, think that they're always treated fairly and right on many levels, just not the military sexual trauma piece either. And I'm not here to call anyone out, but uh, if I ever saw anything that would have been off color or offline, I definitely would have been involved. But I do also remember out of basic training, some experiences that I had that, um, I mean, I'm not the victim here. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. But, uh, I mean, there were some things that I saw that I wish didn't exist in this world. And uh, I I would full-heartedly be aboard on working towards a, a, a piece. And I don't necessarily want to recreate the wheel because I know that there's uh, organizations out there that are doing this. But, uh, I mean, I do think there needs to be a facet, a, a clog, a clog, a cog, a cog. Uh, within uh, WP3 that definitely attacks. It needs to be an attack of uh, this kind of um, behavior. And um, it, it's the same thing on social media. And again, sometimes I I engage in the conversation with people that I think are are in it for the right reason. And, and I'll, I'll just say females and, and they're like, they're not engaging at all, which is fine. And I don't cross any lines with that. And then they, you know, turn around and say, you know what, I, I just don't want another dick pic. And I'm like, uh, you got the wrong guy. Um, but uh, it's just the way women are treated in general. And I, it's disgusting. And I, it needs to be dealt with and uh, fixed. And so. And, and uh, often men too. Don't forget. They, they get abused too. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was one of our first guests we had on the show was a male uh, that uh, had dealt with military sexual trauma. And I, I mean, I'm going to be, I'll be full. I'm naive. And that's something that I would never even think of and didn't know existed. And uh, since uh, our good friend shared his story, just as the so many stories have come to light with that. And I'm just like, this is the piece where you're not that clean cut all American soldier. It, there is some, there's some stuff in there. And that we've never, ever, ever said just because you're a veteran, just because you served, um, 
it's you deserve you're not your hero i mean that's not we believe our service members are heroes but you kind of have to fit the full package as well and that is uh not engaging in some of the stuff and i know that that comes from uh, some of the pieces where we got people in leadership that maybe shouldn't be in leadership and i mean there's some of the truth and so thank you for your being a thank you for being able to share the story to begin with and and i i'm sorry that your experience in the military wasn't that great um and it sounds like for a number of reasons um we hold you in high esteem because you made the decision to be part of something that was bigger than you and uh gave it gave an opportunity to do that so wow who would have known Right off the top, Tammy Joy sent you a name, um, someone who um, would be super interested in working together on that as well. So ask questions yeah. and let me know if you can't get a hold of him. I've got his number as well. So yeah, Thank you. yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, just a dude that wants to make a big difference in the world. So. That and is constantly, he's constantly finding niches to serve and and be part of something bigger than him. And that's the amazing piece of of the network of the WP3, the People's Patriot Project Network is, um, I won't say all. Again, it's kind of the who's that clean-cut American soldier slash first responder. Um, the majority of the people that come into this network want to make a change. Mm -hmm. And uh, we appreciate that. And uh, uh, and we're all about promoting and being involved and being letting, being ahead. That's called the tip of the spear. Uh, moving forward and, and making a positive change with positive words, positive mission. And, um, I mean, here's the truth. And, again, I'm not making light of this by any sense. You, you could uh, crawl up and curl up in a ball and say, you know what, I'm going to hide that in my history and and not let anyone touch that and and you're being bold and strong and saying you know what this is a chance to make a change and and so you are appreciated and i'm sorry for the suffering and pain you had to be involved with it made me stronger there's that right <laughs> lessons learned I mean, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling only in the fact that it sucks that you have to go through a lesson like that to become stronger. And that's, it's not the way I think it's supposed I to be. But. In that because it wasn't just that it was domination of my entire life and, and other men and females lives other than me. So it was bigger than that. Sure. Well, and I appreciate that. I mean, that's uh, who am I to say that uh, I saw this uh, wonderful, I don't know what you would call it. It was a news broadcast, and there was this uh, um, anchor who had had enough. He, he was just, and he said, I can't speak on the, he's, it's a white man, I can't speak on the perspective of of being a black person. I can't speak on the uh, perspective of being Jewish. I can't speak on the perspective of being a female, but I can speak on the perspective of this. And, and in this particular case, it's being the father of some children and uh, some of the nonsense that's going on in our society right now that's coming to the to the festering to the top, which I'm, it's unfortunate that uh, 
what I, I don't whatever it, it gets us on the that political talk and and what's right what's right what's left what's left and and here the we're trying to be in the middle and accommodate everyone's needs and uh apparently privileges are handed out to some people and that's just not something that i tolerate very well so um i apologize for getting tongue-tied and flustered it's just uh we have to keep a, a, a certain level of integrity on on our on this show and want to do that in the show but it's i mean i'm i'm kind of the guy that says some heads need to fall and that's that's just my where i stand on some of that but oh bourbon battle buddies let's uh what was your message today i don't even i didn't even look to see what it was today i wanted to hear it from you i didn't put anything out today i was kind of getting oh great kind of take take the weekend off a little bit you know <laughs> but uh fair enough I'm I'm gearing up for tomorrow, um, which I don't know if, if 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 it's. I heard it for the first time today, and it was super powerful. It was uh, I, I don't even know if I could say it any better than he did, or well, I definitely can't. But I'll probably end up just reposting with what, you know, the the video from him. But uh, it was a speech from from Tim Tebow, and it was about uh, um not living your life for success, but living it for significance. Success is about yourself. Significance is about others. We can like get that. into a long conversation about uh, Mr. Tebow. And the one thing I want to say is I don't know many men who have the integrity that man has, yet our culture and our society has, has pushed to cancel him in so many ways. And when you are, it, it's like, like, and I, I'm like, he's not Jesus. He, he's don't get me wrong, but his integrity is above reproach. And why, why do we get stuck in these situations? This is a great subject matter. This is for anyone that wants to, to jump in. Why, when you've got something good going on, does our society try to tear it down? Mm-hmm. There's there's some ir- irony in this. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I, I, I don't have I don't an know. explanation for that either. <laughs> why, when there is something, why would someone want to tear down the next person when you are seeing success in their life? I think it's why a lot of something- people are jealous, envious. They want to do it, but they don't have the willpower. Maybe I don't know. I think I know, people I hold just... on to that. people hold on to others, and they get a you know they get a I just say they get attached to things, but you know it, people tend to want to stay on the same level with others so they can maintain the connection, but they're not willing to grow when others grow. They want to keep people on their level instead of growing to new heights with, with them. You know what I mean? Jeremy says financial gain. All right. Could be. No, well, because the good stuff doesn't sell. I mean, if it did, we would have full churches and emptier bars and professional sports games. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not saying those are bad things. At all. Sure. I'm just saying, I mean, 
sometimes we miss church because we go to different things like that. And um, I don't know. Or we'd go, we would go volunteer. You don't have to go to church, but you would go volunteer. You'd drop more money in the Salvation Army bucket. You would, you know what I mean? That That some people are stuck in the, or we would hear the stories about that more often. I, I don't, and if you go back to Tebow personally, I mean, seriously, he was a victim for being good and for trying to do good. Even if it was good in his heart and nobody else really thought it was good, it was not hurting anybody else. So it's just, I don't know. And I look at all kinds the of The man things. tried to promote good. He tried to promote everything that was good. And the entire college football world changed because of it. Yeah. Well, the professional football world changed because of it, too. Absolutely. And at one point, they were even trying to compare, and I'm sorry that this is festering a hot spot, but they were trying to compare the same knee he would take to the same knee that uh, Colin Kaepernick would take. Two different things. Um, yeah. But And again, um, there's a lot of people that get upset with Colin for his taking a knee and for the, the purpose and the reason. And I actually, and you're going to think I'm crazy, I actually hold him in high esteem because he actually was sitting on the bench when he first started making his message. And a special forces uh, soldier wrote him, had a conversation with him, and he changed from sitting on the bench to taking a knee, which, you know what? That's a step in a positive direction, in my opinion. I know there's a lot of people that are still upset. You know, we can talk about kneeling on the flag. That wasn't the case. You can talk about standing on the flag. That wasn't the case. I know those all get looped up in the same thing, and it's, it is what it is. But um, the knee that Tebow took was different than the knee that Colin was taking. And one was because one was praying to their deity. One was making a statement for uh, police brutality. It's different. I'm not saying one was right or wrong. I'm just saying – they're different. Um, timing, timing. And they both accomplished what they wanted to accomplish with it, though. That's the thing. I mean, right. I well, think there was a lot of negativity that came out about right. it, but the awareness for what he was doing was definitely there. And both were canceled because of their decisions as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our, our culture decided to cancel both of them. Um, so whatever Can I narrative why you want to throw at that. a little crabby, though? This is why it makes me crabby, and it's probably because of the world I'm in. I teach middle school and I try to bring in respect into all my lessons. And of course the flag, the country, the president, whatever, all comes in, not on a political way, but I teach a lot of respect for the flag. Like kids don't even know why they take their hats off or why should they take, why can't we wear hats all the time? And I'm like, seriously, like cowboys take their hats off at the dinner table because it's a sign of respect. They don't have to, it's a sign of respect. They take their hat when they walk into a church. They take their hat off when the, the national anthem plays. It's a sign of respect. And so that timing I was talking about um, makes it very hard to continue teaching those lessons. If an adult in a high power position, he can do what he wants to. I'm not saying he's doing it wrong. I'm just saying for me, makes it hard. For, why doesn't he have to respect it the same as we do? Well, that's a whole different discussion, and I don't know if I can get in on that in my classroom, but let's just suffice it to say he had a beef with something and someone, and that's how he's trying to show his standing. And 
in seventh and eighth grade brains. I don't know if they can wrap it. They can see all the football if they want to and all the kneeling professional athletes that they want to. And we are not mandated to stand when we say the Pledge of Allegiance every Monday either. And then that becomes a whole different questioning and a whole different lesson. And it's not, while we can say it's okay for you to do that, if they question or if another student questions or if they want to have the discussion, there's no, there's no two sides. It's just the one side, I guess, is kind of how I'm saying that. And I'm trying to be very politically correct. So that's why for me, it's a power of position. It's a place of position and it's a power on that place. And can you explain it? Can Could Colin come into the classrooms and explain? Maybe that would help. Maybe somewhere out there, he's got a good guy video explaining. And if that's the case, it might've, so I'm in seventh and eighth grade. That's it. I'm just going to stay here always. So, you know what? One of my greatest experiences in life was, literally in life, was when we were in Nashville, we went to Mission Barbecue, and by we were late, but we walked in the door, and at noon, when you go to Mission Barbecue, everyone in the place stops and stops what they're doing, and they're piping, they pipe the national anthem through their video system, video and audio, and there wasn't a hesitation in that entire building it was packed buttholes elbows i can say that um, oh, buttholes elbows it was packed <laughs> and every single person stopped stuffing their faces stood up and we went through the national anthem hats came uh. off people stood yep i don't know it's a hard it's just a hard it's, it's a not that hard. hard it's not that hard it's not that hard i um, we it, it, we got to get back and, and we got to change the culture, change the culture back. And this is what we are. <laughs> I gotta be careful. Uh, Jenna Book, hey, um, hey, Jenna Book, <laughs> melt your face off. <laughs> Woo! Let me, let me Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> We're conversation. Nice transition. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> He's been very busy on positive notes. Uh, can't wait for the final cut, Shannon, to see. Wait, I know, actually, right? I need you to figure out how many takes it took, though. How many takes? Why? Why I it was one that? of his posts. He didn't know where he was. You know, oh. take five. He was on take eighty-nine and couldn't remember how many there had been. A few takes here and there when we're doing what we're doing, but it's all no. live, so no. that's what it is. <laughs> Shannon, Jonathan, here. I gotta tell you, two weeks from now we have Mr. Martini on our show. Oh, not not Mr. Martini, but Mr. Martini, the videographer. Yes, yes, yes. So that'll Um, be cool. Jonathan, why Bourbon Battle Buddies? Tell me about that. Um, well, I wanted to do something, and uh, we had. I say we, me and me and a few of my uh, friends had had started a YouTube channel, just kind of messing around. We were like, "Hey, we get together and have a few drinks. Why don't we just put it on video?" You know, it wasn't nothing special. We shot a few reviews or whatever, but um, I wanted to do something different. And I was at a, I was at a place where I don't know if it comes with age or 
whatever, but I was at a, a place in my life where I wanted to find a way to give back to, uh, to veterans. And I just, I, I couldn't think of anything for, for a while, you know, and I wanted to do the, a similar YouTube thing, but I also wanted to do it and find a way to give back or promote, you know, in some form. And, uh, I just took two of my favorite things and kind of put them together. And I guess bourbon bourbon battle, buddy. I love it. Have you ran into anybody that says, how dare you? Myself. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've, I've debated this with myself many times. Uh, when I when I threw up Bourbon Battle Buddies, I mean it was an exciting idea. I finally had you know a name, a brand I could run with it. And as soon as I put it all together and, and made the the uh, the sites or or all the social media platforms, you know, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, the more I got into the community, the more I realized there was. There was problems with addiction and and things like that. And, uh, you know, how can I find a way to promote what I'm doing the way I'm doing it and not step over boundaries that shouldn't be stepped over? You know what I mean? I told you. It's been a long process because I've 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 worked um, and listened and looked and followed a bunch of people trying to figure out the best way to approach the situation. And, uh, I think we're, I think we're pretty close to firing something off soon, but. So we have a fundraiser. It's called pints for Patriots. And we do a piece with some local, uh, um, breweries and we've been, some people have gotten very upset with us and said, how dare you, how dare you use the platform of alcohol to, um, to support veterans when so many of them are struggling with the addiction to alcohol. And, and I totally 100% get it. And this is, I, I won't call it a demon, but um, it's a piece where can you keep everyone happy? And, you know, we've had other people who literally one of our board members uh, is congratulations, Jess Sam's two years sober. Thank you. That's worth uh, doing that perfect timing. I think. Uh, thank you uh, for your service. Thank you for, and the message he brings with it. He, he's very active um, when he's active and, and uh, right now he's dealing with some family stuff and taking care of the family. And, but he's always made it very clear to us that, you know, me and Andrea will consume a beverage while we're in front. And we've said, do you need us not to? And he's like, Oh, hell no. And he's like, this is my, piece that I'm dealing with. It's not for the rest of the world to deal with. I'm the one with the control issue. I'm the one that's going to have to fight this battle. And I tell him, well, we will come by your side and and, and fight with you if that's a piece that you need. We never throw it in his face, but uh, we've got a couple on our network like that. And I totally appreciate the honesty. And you know what? Uh, Brian Gibson, uh, he doesn't allow alcohol in his uh, program over at Fod Rush. And we honor and we respect that. Um, Absolutely. He, um, that's part of his mission. That's what he believes in. And we totally, full-heartedly support that. Um, 
and I and again I appreciate your honesty and it's it's a piece that we struggle with at times too because it's like hey I don't want my brothers and sisters to struggle because of that but I don't no. struggle with that um and so I mean being a school teacher I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches but you know what some kids got a nut allergy along the way and I don't want no kid to go down because I want to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and that's that's where you gotta see where your your fortitude is, I guess. That's where we need to figure out. So, I think there's a. I think that's the way to to approach it for the most part. You know, is is you. I'm not. I'm not promoting the alcohol so much as I am promoting the the veterans. You know what I mean? I'm just using a platform to get there. And it's. I mean. I don't, I don't have to drink. And if somebody preferred not to, then I'd sit and have the same conversation with them over a bottle of water. It's it's about, it's about the conversation. And, and and my intention is to bring people together to have that conversation, because I think a lot of issues are when people get out myself included after I got out, you know, I, I was, a. I guess more pre-social media, um, maybe maybe MySpace, but but a lot of things fell off, you know. A lot of relationships I had, a lot of people I knew, and and you know when you try to rekindle those relationships 10, 12, 15 years down the road, it's 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 a lot a lot different. People have changed, you know. You haven't been there for a large portion of their lives. So I'm just I'm trying to bring away for maybe to bring some camaraderie and and give people an open space to talk about you know whatever we're all well all military buddies all going through the same stuff so well there are some people again on our board that have the conversation about and this might statistically be a wrong number and I'm just throwing it out there so don't don't fact check me on this one but, you know, there's a gigantic portion of our society that do, does consume alcohol, does consume. I mean, we got we got a gigantic portion of our society, our veteran society, that's using CBD. You can argue whether that's a controlled substance. It's not controlled, but um, a substance. Uh, THC, um, shrooms. I mean, we, we've got a whole gamut of people that are on a cocktail of meds handed to them to, by the VA. And again, I, we're with all of you. Trust me. Um, if that's a piece you need to, to work through, get hold of us. I've known, I've known guys that have gone cold turkey. I wouldn't recommend that personally. I would, I would go through your provider and figure out if that's a piece that you can do. Um, some, it just, I get it. I get it. And we're here to help. And, uh, and again, thank you for your candid candidacy. That's not the right word. Help me, language arts. Thank you for I your just, transparency. Transparency. Go, that's what. Um, and we just need to stop talking about doing a one-hour show because we can't get it done in one hour. <laughs> we just got to stop talking about that. That's, that's not going to happen tonight for sure. Um, no. Tammy Joe, what I, song you want to do now? Oh. oh. Doesn't matter. Just pick one. Just pick one. 
Andrea, were you going to say something? No, well, it was tied to the last conversation. I was letting it marinate a little bit, but just, um, Jonathan, it's part of this is what we keep saying over and over again. We're not going to catch the whole. We'll have our network. It's going to overlap. We've already overlapped with Tammy Joe and some of those pieces. We've overlapped with Bourbon Battle Buddies. Um, We won't overlap with some parts of your reach. and you won't overlap with some of our parts and it just that's why there has to be so many of us so it's okay and i know bourbon isn't your focus helping is your focus but think of how many people you've collected because of your cool name i mean i saw it the first night you were here and i was like who's that i gotta figure that one out because that's a it's a cool name and that's kind of just the i was just on the phone with another um person who i'd like to get on the show and um we've heard a lot of warrior names out there, but just here in Minnesota, we've got four or five that will be coming. Well, we've had one come in already and we've got two or three more um, with the name warrior in there, you know, just to catch and to pick up that side as well. That a lot of it doesn't overlap with our group. Some of it does. And so um, I'm always in amazement and awe over how many groups like us there are out there we are doing the grind. We're doing our thing. We're, we're, we started out with all the awareness, awareness, awareness. We're doing the boots on the ground. We're moving forward. Um, we've run into this new music piece as well, where we can still be helpful. But there's so many other groups out there. And I'm not trying to get in their way because they're helping who they help. And we're helping who we help. And sometimes we're helping the same people. And sometimes we need them to help our people. And so I, it's an amazing cooperation of time, talent, and treasure, of putting ideas together, of coordinating events together, sometimes not always. Um, we just gotta keep going. We gotta keep going and building that way. And those that you maybe put off, someone else will pick them up. They'll find a group that fits them. And so um, we have a couple of people in our group too that are like, geez, sit down and have your drink. It's I'm fine. And I know some of them probably aren't. Some of them we shouldn't be having drinks when they're there. And so then you got to kind of figure that out too in your mind. And um, and you do. Well, and interesting enough, that was one of the conversations right off the bat when we were putting the People's Patriot Project together was that we had marketing people wanting us to specialize in either do PTSD or do military sexual trauma. And I'm like, no, we're not. We're going to... We're going to have a wide spectrum this. We are going to open the door to all opportunities. It is a piece where, and we didn't know at the time that we were building, that we were building this media mogul mountain of huge success. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll pretend that for a second. Um, but that, uh, you know, we are close to 100, we're close to 200 uh, veteran organizations within our network that. I mean, Derek Iozio is on here tonight. I mean, musician Shannon Book is on here tonight. Uh, Brian Gibson comes on regularly. I didn't even see all the the pieces. Jeremy Daniels is here every Jeremy time. Daniels, yeah. Scott uh, Gary Hine with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Roll Out PTSD with, uh, oh. Yes, Mike. Terrible. Yes, Ledford, Mike Ledford, Ledford. thank you. Uh, Musician uh, Scott D. Taylor, 
Jennifer Lindsay, musician. Um, I mean, the the list tonight is just going on and on and on. Travis Partington, uh, Oscar Mike, Timothy Newton. Who else? We're creating. Schroeder. Schroeder. (laughs) I'll tag her as a musician. How's that? Yes. Yes. She is a musician. She is a musician. She sings Um, no matter where, no matter what. It's awesome. This is this is a storefront of opportunity, um, and we're not going to give up. And each facet is going to accommodate someone's needs. That's why we welcome everyone here. That's why we want to have the tough conversations. I don't like hearing that Tammy's been her service wasn't great. That breaks my heart. Um, I selfishly get to to say that uh, my experience was phenomenal. Uh, But again, I don't like sharing this piece. I shared it with uh, Jonathan before. I I mean, I spent 14 years in the, in the army and I never got a higher rank than E4. And it wasn't because I was a a dumb, butt. I just, uh, there were some things that got in my way and I was on it, but I was doing 06 details to be honest with you. And, and uh, it is what it is. Everyone had a different experience. Um, bottom line is we get to showcase the amazing piece of service to an amazing country that's given us the opportunity to do so much. And I think that's the, the foundation of why we come together is because I know it hasn't been perfect for everyone. I've said this a thousand times. It hasn't been perfect for everyone. But in this less than a 300-year-old country, which is really short, I mean, that's like seven generations. That's not very many generations. Um, We have grown immensely, immensely. We've tried to right some wrongs, and I don't know that we're doing a great job with it, uh, but we're getting there. And um, we got a lot more... uh, resiliency then uh and i don't know if that's the right word mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know where you're going but i don't think it's the right word. i know i was babbling for a minute so <laughs> uh we need to celebrate where we've been and, and where we've come is what we need to do exactly. that's the bottom line so um oh, we were talking about doing a song weren't we i know look <laughs> at segue way to go shannon uh, you are not wrong i love it Yep, we did. You're right. 100 percent right. 100. percent. So I'm an English teacher, but that's my history teacher lesson. I teach that for history. Just take a look. What have we done in a short amount of time? Look at what we've done. Yeah. Being willing to have a conversation, and we we're not done. Don't get me wrong. Look at our culture right now. We we need the middle needs to come together, and we need to go talk to the the guys that think and gals who think they're upstairs and uh, we'll, we'll get that figured out too. Real conversations. Um, One teardrop too late or spread my wings and fly. That's a duet. I did with Bob Kennedy. Absolutely love that song. One teardrop too late. Any, any, any like pre set up for this or. 
No, it's just a song that Bob Kennedy wrote. He, um, it's just about a man that's losing a woman. It's, she's had all she can take, and she's she's leaving. She's cried all she can cry. All right. We got Tammy Joe Dabs and Bob Kennedy. One teardrop too late. Today I told her that I was sorry for all the times I've heard and that I'd never break her heart like before. She didn't cry and in her eyes I saw a new expression then she told me as she walked out the door You want to Today, one too many lies. Let the tears to cry. Now you want teardrop to lay. And now I know what heartache means and all the pain. I must have caused her Now I see I really cheated on me And I don't blame her For not believing me When I told her I was sorry I could taste a teardrop As I watched her leave She said You want teardrop to Day. You dried my crying eyes with one too many lies. Now you're on teardrop too late. One too many lies. Let no tears to cry. Now you're on teardrop too late. Now you won't teardrop to lay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. He did really just, good, well, you did really good right there. I, it's it's just awesome right. to see. Um, it, sometimes you're stuck for words because it's just like it's like that is a song that rem- lets me remember the way life should be. I mean, and again, I know that there's a heartache in the song and the, you know the teardrop. But you could, should. This is this is a country related issue, in my opinion. It's what we're talking about. Um, you could, and that's where I'm going, translate that teardrop as we can't have one teardrop too late in what we're doing. We've, we've got to continue and, and work through this. And that's the piece. That's the message I got out of your song in the fact that um, 
we need to stop losing the people that we have tried to get to serve this country and and who can't find those pieces. We need to continue and have, now I'll use the word resiliency uh, to the point where we can celebrate those that are here so we can celebrate those that aren't here. Um, Because when you're gone, we don't get to, we don't get to hear the stories anymore. So, um, and I know I'm, I'm digging a little bit here, but uh, that's, that's, when you're in my position and what we're doing, that's how, that's where I always turn to is how do we make things better? How do we, the teardrops are going to fall and they'll continue to fall, but there will never be one that does, that's going to fall. That's going to be my last teardrop because we have got to make sure that we are taking care of those that have taken care of us. So I know that's not your message in the song, but that's where I went. No, I mean, it's always hard to relate different to everybody, but I appreciate what you and Andrew do and even the um, bourbon buddies because that's what it takes. Everybody working together. A hundred percent. What's next for Bourbon Battle Buddies? What are you? What are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? What? Uh, what do you need a hand with? What's What's the mission? What are you gonna get done? Uh, the mission is to open, to have a, I guess, kind of similar to what you guys are doing. I just I want to have an open line of communication for anybody that that needs it. You know what I mean? We can sit down and talk about whatever. I'm just I, I want people to. I want to create a place where people feel free to come and share whatever's on their, on their heart, whatever's bothering them. And then, you know, as long as, as long as I can uh, wake up in the morning and, and be motivated, I want to share my motivation with, with everybody else. And, you know, spread positivity, you know? Um. People will not believe, and this is this is our like direct data that I I've taken. In, and you're talking about conversations, and one of the things that me and Andrea and the WP3 team have decided we are done. And this is not to foil what you're saying because there's, I'll I'll make this a circle here. Um, we're done with having the conversation about bringing recognition or realization that there's a problem there are 17 to 75 people committing suicide a day within veterans and first responders that's a problem um jeremy daniels we're with you brother let us know what we can do to be supporting you that's we we are with you man um 90% 90% of the people who actually call the, the People's Patriot Project just want to know there's someone else on the other side of the line. And we, we have a commitment that uh, we will return that phone call, return that message uh, within 20 minutes of receiving it. And we, we've done astronomically pretty phenomenal considering the jobs we have. Um, because of our network, we've been able to get people um, – what's the word I want to use? Not deployed um, in motion. We'll say in motion. Someone will come up with the right word for me in a second, but we've had a veteran on the side of the road down in Florida who was suicidal, uh, suicide ideation and, and um, had family in another part of the country 
and we were able to get someone by their side within 40 minutes. That's because of the network. We don't take credit for that. It's because of the network that has been built because of uh, we're working with Jonathan with uh, Bourbon Battle Buddies. He's uh, down in the southern part of the United States. Um, you can give more details if you'd like to, Jonathan. But um, um, and there's no secrets here. It's but I know that if well, here's an example. Uh, Bobby Kretzinger uh, reached out to me this week and said uh, we've got someone through our network who's in Minnesota. Can you give him a hand? Um, and we started doing the research. And I don't know that it's going to fit our our narrative, so to speak. Not that we're going to let anyone stand on the side of the curb. Uh, there's just some pieces that are in it that it's just like doesn't quite fit what we do. Um, doesn't mean that we're not trying to find help for them. And that is back to another point. We are called We the People, the People's Patriot Project, where we're here to help everyone. Yes, one, first of all, we are here to take care of veterans and first responders. But back to the circle, you have to have a conversation. 90% of the people that reach out to us just are happy that someone is on the other side. They'll say, hey, this, this organization, this organization, this organization won't return my phone call, my email, and I got a postcard from this one. And I'm sorry, that's garbage. Um, when people are reaching out, they're reaching out in crisis. They're in crisis right now. They want an answer right now. And we can't always provide the answer for them, but we have a voice. We have an ear. We listen to them. We have a network, and we have tools to help. That's the difference between us and other organizations that are saying that they're helping veterans and first responders. And so we appreciate you, Jonathan. Um, I know uh, I know that if uh, we ever had someone that needed to have an ear to listen to, you'd be that person and that we could utilize you as a tool in in, in our network. And so uh, I hope um, you feel the same. On our to kind of go, I, I would 100% listen to anything anybody had to say, but just to kind of go along with what you were just saying, um, I wrote it down somewhere. I got like 12 notebooks, but, and one of them, I wrote this down the other day. Um, so there's, there's 8 billion people on this planet, right? And there's a lot of people that feel like when they're in that situation, that, that they're the only people and you just possibly couldn't understand what they're going through. Somebody, somebody's knows exactly what you're going through. And if you have enough of those conversations and, and you know, through people like People's Patriot Project, if, if when y'all have these conversations, y'all are collecting more of of these these people that you can put together and you know somebody that's been through this situation before. And that's I think that's really what what I guess I'm trying to build is that that network of you know, I can't relate to everything everybody says, but I want to be able to put people and help people in any way I can. And it's not necessarily me helping them so much as putting them in connection with the people who can. Well, it's like back to our one of our original conversations tonight. I, the fact that um, military sexual trauma was a thing for males blew me away. And since then, we've been able to put other organizations, other um, other people in play that helps us understand those pieces. And it is a learning opportunity for me. 
And but it doesn't stop the fact that when that call comes in, I can understand that it exists now. If if uh, if our person back in the early 2020, 2018 would have said, hey, you know, I need help with my military. I would have been like, what are you talking about, man? How is this even possible? And, um, but again, there was an opportunity for me to learn and grow and find out the details and, and be able to be a support to that and for that. And again, we're, which kind of another round full circle piece was the, there's a documentary out right now on Netflix called the um, I am Vanessa Gillian. That's the, that's the documentary that uh, Oscar Mike uh, Travis Partington is uh, featuring showcasing. And actually we had, and this, I'm going to be terrible because I won't remember his name. Our last clothing guy, t-shirt guy. Um, oh yeah. Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, he has been involved in that mission and helping get that word out. And <laughs> so uh, Grunt Style is part of that mission. And again, so that's part of our network, uh, Tammy Joe. And I just had to put all the pieces back into play. And this brain doesn't always work the way it probably would for most people. And that's, <laughs> that's what Andrew Jensen. gets to work with this brain. Timothy Jensen. Got it. Yes. Um, and there's an, another young lady who is featuring that. Uh, and again, I, we haven't had her on for a guest, so I won't say her name yet. But um, anyway, um, thank you, brother. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your continued service. Um, Tammy Joe, what's next for you? Going to keep writing, singing, and performing. Just gonna follow my dreams and my passion. Do you have some? Um, do you have some big venues, big concerts, or anything booked for the next year? We're working on it um, yeah. currently to get some big shows scheduled. So can't really say anything right now to it's mm -hmm. finalized. Yeah, there, it's in the making. We know Very what cool. you're talking about. We know what, what? you're talking about. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Andrea, anything for you? You know, I was just gonna um first of all thank these two for being on here. It I we're getting compliments on the show, and sometimes I feel like we just got here. Shoot. Um thank you so much for being here tonight. This is I just I don't know. Sometimes you just get that kindred feeling and um it happens. And I tend to go with my sixth sense about that, I guess you could say. Um, and then next week we want to, I think Tammy Joe, this is a friend of yours. Next week we have Holly Ann coming. He's a very so, good friend. I love, uh, I had a conversation with her. Well, shoot. It's gotta be not quite a year ago. And talk about a bubbly, happy, um, oh my gosh, she was just a, an energy that I just couldn't wait to meet. And then we got busy with putting things together and now it's kind of come full circle. So, yeah, she's my Lorelia. That's what I, I like to think of her as. Love it. 
We've been Love blessed it. by both of you and, you know, the conversations with Holly as well and just the conversations with you, Tammy. Make sure both of you guys hang around for a minute after this. Uh, we are, uh, we'll have a little dialogue and do our post show. Uh, I do want to remind everyone that this is our time and chance. To, um, everyone's got a phone and this is a chance to do your reach out to your battle buddy. Pardon the Bun, pun here. Uh, <laughs> if they're a bourbon battle buddy, all the better. But uh, uh, reach out to those who you haven't heard from for a while. I, I've got, uh, we do this by a six pack, and I know, I hope that's not a, a trigger there because you can get a six pack of pop too. But um, we do this by a six pack because it takes about six seconds to reach out to each of them. So six times six, 36 seconds, uh, reach out and it literally does save a life. Uh, if there are people that you think are strong and you haven't heard from them, reach out to them. Um, it's sometimes the ones that are the, the strongest are the ones that are hurting the most and because uh, they would never have a problem, right? They're they're too busy leading to have any problems. No. But uh, and you know what? On that note, if you because we just talked about this, if you have friends that are leading nonprofits like this and they're always helping other people, they sure could use a quick check-in as well. Maybe more, but a quick check-in and a reminder to take care of themselves or things won't continue to work the way they should. I feel like you're sending something. It's not personal. No, it's yeah. not personal, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah. What an amazing story. What an amazing mission that both of you have. And one through your voice, well, both of your voices, both your voices are part of the mission. So uh, keep doing good work. And if you ever need support from us, let us know what that is. And we're always here for you. Uh, and we're remember, this is we have vowed this is 100 percent a collaboration. If you like what you're seeing, uh, tell us if you don't like what you're seeing, let us know. Um, let have a conversation with us. Um, those people we have problems with. Um, don't have conversations with us. And that's the truth. And so uh, uh, come be part of the mission. Be part of the shock and awe. Uh, we will end tonight's show with uh, um, Mrs. Dabs. Mrs. Dabs? Yes, Mrs. Dabs. <laughs> um, spread my wings and fly. Anything you want to say about that? Every word of it's true. I'm spreading my wings and I'm flying away. There we go. Uh, come check us out. Well, we'll see you tomorrow on our weekly debrief uh, at 4.30. If you're interested in finding out the specifics at uh, what WEP3 is working on, the People's Patriot Project. And uh, if not, oh, our guest next week. We have to work on one because we had a cancellation. Oh, and we have Holly. Yeah. And we have Holly. Yep. Yep. So, but we'll get that spot filled. It's all good. We got plenty of people knocking at the door. So um, we've got Miss Dabs, Mrs. Dabs with Spread My Wings and Fly. Ooh, yeah. I've got to focus, I've got to concentrate. I've got to hustle because I'm running late. The clock is ticking, the use of passing by. I've got to hurry, 